The final episode of NXT UK means the final episode of Draped in Gold. We'll discuss that. Plus, Worlds Collide is colliding. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Flubba Boys here, draped in gold, your one-stop shop. <sighs> Forget it. Across the ring and across the pond. It's the last episode of NXT UK. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But of course, I can't do this alone. Before I introduce to you my guest, i got to say, for those of you streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn, thank you so much. It means a lot to me that you made draped in gold a thing. But let's bring out my co-host, my talented collaborator you may have heard him at championship wrestling from hollywood or santino brothers or all throughout the southland as one of the highest working mc djs on the planet but for me he's a guy that hangs out on his twitch channel twitch.tv slash real jack farmer give it up for you know real jack farmer what's up i will remember you sad <laughs> sad sad day um you forgot to say award-winning uh, well, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, I've never practiced these things. I should really. After it all shows. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm not even mad. It's like, yeah, you're right. You got me. <laughs> What's with you adding the new wrinkle to Draped in Gold? All this, the the background, the design, you, you're doing the cold open. All oh. now, today of all days? To, to I figure I'd go with a bang. We did nothing for episode 175, 50, 20, 25. I figured I'd do something for the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, today, you know, it's the last one. I'm wearing my NXT UK jersey. Uh, some would say it's a soccer team's jersey, but I say no, it's a NXT UK jersey. That's, that's how I wear it as. It's my jersey to represent NXT UK. Uh, bought for me by the wonderful and talented Flobo Voice. Oh, uh, stop. Yeah. Don't be giving people uh, put me over. Yeah, so I know a breaking character in the last episode here. It's it's the last day of school. Who cares? It, it is kind of weird, but first I got to say a shout out to Kirsten Marie, what up? And Zorch, what's going on, Zorch? You got your own emotes? Does everyone have their own emotes on Twitch? Are you kidding me? You don't, have, a, you don't have emotes? No, I don't. I don't. You do. Zorch gets it. Zorch gets it. Anyway, and what's up, Frib? How's it going? I was like, you have a most two, Frib? Let me know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Thanks, man. Shout out to Logitech. Uh, so, so <laughs> Jack, Yeah, it, it is end of the road. We got the, the closing package, NXT, as got the NXT UK, but the packeting, as we had the last episode, it kind of was on a whimper because we knew the results weeks in advance, but still didn't hit any less. Talk to me about it. This... You're right. If I didn't know the results of this, this would have been possibly the best few episodes you could have ever asked for in a pro wrestling show. They were everyone just put it out there. They put it all on the line. All the matches were fantastic. Everyone just gutted out great, great matches. And even knowing the end, they were still incredible to see. And this feels like if it's the season finale of NXT UK, then this felt like exactly the way you would want to go out. It just, it hits so right in so many ways. And that, I don't know if you're going to get to this next, but we've nope. talked about how incredible the NXT UK video package team is uh, week in and week out. And they hit us with a couple of doozies, but that last one, the closing, the yearbook of the brand at the very end, 
was just something that I think was so well done and so cool to see. And I think if you were a part of that brand, it's hard to probably not watch that with a tear in your, without a tear in your eye. And it was just way to pay homage to an incredible brand that was only around for a few years, but I think did a lot of really cool things. It, it's totally unintentional at the time, but intentional in that package, how we saw the brand grow through Tyler Bate. Because Tyler Bate was 19 when he won that title the first time. And to see him grow as a man and holding that title at the end, was this actual title, the WWE version of that title to, to the NXT UK version, was pretty awesome. And I know the we talk about the packages, uh, especially in this week's episode of Mac Mania, the BET Sports crew. But for some reason, they just hit different when it's European. I have no idea why or how, but it's always great when they do it. Yeah, this... Uh... Like I said, it it made me almost want to go back and rewatch the episodes and like kind of go through that journey again with NXT and very just incredible to see. Ric Flair, I can see, is even in the chat giving us a woo. Uh, always good to see Ric Flair there. Woo! It's well, with five O's. That's the, that's the correct way. How you spell woo? Five O's. That, that's the correct way. Um, mm -hmm. If you type it in Google, that's how it's going to spell it. But uh, just uh, yeah, these these video packages are. I, to be the video packages are incredible, but also all the work and all the stuff that the people did to be in the video packages are so amazing. And uh, what just made it sad, I guess, too, is is seeing so many characters that uh, we didn't know we were only seeing we were seeing for the last time before. Yeah, then, you know, I mean, they'll be back. NXT Europe is coming, but you know, it's different. It's not going to feel the same. Uh, so it, it was just you know, you see so many of these characters you've sort of seen along the way and. Uh, you know, the grizzled young veterans, even and, and Walter and uh, all these different people who have been such a big part of this cool brand. Uh, it was it was really, really well done. What a, a, a fantastic brand. And if you're someone who is watching this channel or watching the show just because you want to hear the NXT stateside talk, uh, do yourself a favor. Now that NXT UK is kind of wrapped up, just go back on Peacock and start from the beginning and you'll have a ton of cool wrestling shows to watch. And you'll see why some of the people that are on the main roster today, some of the people that are on NXT today are being used so seriously because you'll see some of the amazing things they've done. Well, it's kind of interesting from your perspective from the outside, going into NXT UK as a fresh fan, getting quoted by the brand twice on their programming. I'm not jealous. I didn't bring it up for no reason randomly. Yes, I did. So messed up. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah you know, one of the yeah, things that was... It, it happens when you're a superstar, baby. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is that as that brand grew or there was more chatter on the internet, I don't really tell about growth when people on Twitter are talking about it. What I think was pretty awesome about that is that the talent that came over to NXT USA 2.0, even the main roster, they found a way to fit in. No one really seemed out of place. I mean, everyone hit hard on that brand. Everyone understood character work. Everyone understood combat. Kind of interesting. Uh, my question for you, though, with NXT Europe on the horizon, what would you like to see? Uh, what you would say that's different than you want to keep the same? What kind of mix does Jack Horner want to see next year? It's such a, a tricky question for NXT Europe because hey, I hey, love what the hell, that. Frib? <laughs> Sorry. Frib, Frib just said even a... <laughs> Even I got yeah. quoted a few times. Flobo, who? Hey! Yeah. Flobo, I mean, not who are you? on blast, but uh, you haven't been quoted. You don't have emojis. What it's are so you true. even doing? Here? It's so true. I'm a nobody. 
Sorry, Look, you saying. got a nice webcam. I do. Yeah, thank you. I had that going for me. There he is. It's um, uh, for NXT Europe. It's 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 tough because I loved NXT UK so much. It's hard to say anything that isn't just I hope it's NXT UK, but called NXT Europe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And if they brought it, if that was it, if they just rebranded it, cool. I guess what I would love to see is. I would love to see bigger budgets, meaning bigger arenas, maybe more traveling so that they can uh, hit up other countries. Uh, And I I think those are the big things I'd love to. I hope the same roster is there. I like the roster. I like their broadcast team. I like their presentation. I don't really want to see a lot of changes, to be totally honest. Uh, The only thing I'd say is, like I said, maybe a bigger a bigger production uh, budget a bigger show budget so that they can have bigger arenas and maybe pyro and, and stuff like that. But other than that, I like what they have. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same boat with you and Fripp. Fripp says uh, for NXT EU, I want to see a touring brand different cities every six weeks. I do think having uh, and I, the, the raw does this try too with like a little bit of a package, but having a brand that really makes every city its home and makes everything feel different be kind of cool, kind of fresh. I know raw does that with the little title card slide. We're here in Lafayette, Louisiana, but I mean, a real like package around that city be kind of a cool idea. Yeah, I mean, the touring thing is probably the biggest aspect, and even that though is so interesting because Friv, obviously, in the chat here, uh there's something I love about the crowd at NXT though, you know, Mm -hmm. I'd hate to say move away to get away from them because I like, they're the best crowd that is a regular crowd. I think, I think in some places where they're in the same location all the time, you get a lot of crowds that think that like they try to make the show about them where I think with UK, they do a lot of stuff, but everything they're doing, all their chants and things feel like it's to contribute to the show, not to, hijack the show and i don't know a way to give examples of that but it just it feels like it helps the show more so than we're taking over the show and trying to make it about the fans if that oh absolutely sense. and my, my favorite chats tala tala bay tala tala bay uh let's talk about that main <laughs> event nxt championship tournament finals uh we kind of knew for weeks how that won this one because he appeared with the title on 2.0 but against trent seven we've seen these guys fight before alongside his opponents but this one towards the end gave us something a little bit different we got lariats on both sides we got some tyler driver 97s which is still trips me up because that's yeah he was born <laughs> on both sides jack farmer where it comes to main events on the brand what does this one stack up for you yeah i can't believe tyler Bate is one year older than me crazy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Babe is not dead y'all <laughs> uh so uh this real jack. this was the perfect way to end this episode to end this season to end this show whatever we're calling it in so many ways i love the presentation of it i love that they had the general managers out there with the titles i love that this was a match that went back and forth and these guys uncorked every single thing they had. I love that they were taken from each other's playbook. I love the million near falls. I love that they beat the crap out of each other. I love that it was a smart match. I love there's top rope stuff. They really went all out, but also the beauty of the fact that it was two friends become enemies that ended up going through a tournament, but also the two guys that helped really build the brand from the beginning, but also just the fact that this team mustache mountain was part of a group British strong style, which is really the embodiment of what NXT UK is. You talked about it in the 
video package, but the way that it sort of feels like there's almost a linear story that got told throughout all of NXT UK and all tied up at the end was actually just a beautiful serendipitous thing to have happen. Did they know? They, they had to have known, right? That something was, was changing, that, that winds were changing. Well, I don't, you know, maybe. I don't know, uh, because obviously if if Dragunov hadn't been hurt, then what's this would have probably been very different. But, True. Um, you know, we had this talk, about, I can't remember if we talked about it on air or off air, but obviously you see NXT 2.0 people coming over. Uh, you saw a few changes in the way things were being done. And so it, maybe they did know, maybe they kind of could see something was coming along, but it just, it worked out perfectly. It really did. I don't know. I don't know if there's a better way to end a show. And I look at the many, unfortunately, the many wrestling shows I've seen come to an end over these <laughs> years. Uh, and this is probably the best ending to a show. I look at WCW, which was kind of like, surprise, this is the last episode. I look at Lucha Underground, which was, we're coming back, dot, dot, dot. And mm -hmm. then, you know, you never see him again. This one we saw coming, and I think they just had a chance to close it out in a really great way. Um, the only the only issue is that we, we saw Tyler Bate stateside with the title before. Uh, we saw Blair Davenport before, but other than that, I mean, this was about as perfect as you could have could have ended it. Yeah. So at first, uh, through two, three weeks ago, I think now four weeks ago, I was kind of I was miffed that it was spoiled, but I'm kind of glad we saw the win only because it makes me savor this episode a little bit more. I felt if I just saw that, it's like, oh, by the way, that's the last episode. Which, to be fair, to be very, it's very, very British to have an episode tell you, oh yeah, that was the last program, bye, <laughs> and not come back with like six episodes or whatever. But, um seeing both matches we'll get to the women's match right now uh, i'm glad i'm really glad and let's talk about this four-way elimination match for the nxt uk women's championship opportunity blair davenport aladon amel eliza alexander of course Blair davenport wins because she's a davenport but i want to talk to you about eliza alexander pretty much a dark horse in this one going the distance jack farmer is her future bright you think yeah i think uh eliza alexander showed us that being tough and being talented and taking advantage of the time you have can definitely lead to success. Uh, watching through this matchup, you could see how respected and feared Isla Dawn was since it took all three of them to gang up on her and take her out. And hey, with her magic, that might be the only way to eliminate her. And, uh, I think um, I look at Alexander and you can see that she was better for having hung around Brookside for so long. Unlike other people who have hung out with Mako Satamora, Alexander grew <laughs> from her alliance with Brookside. But at the end of the day, Blair Davenport gets the win. Look, winning this match wasn't Blair Davenport's goal. It was her birthright. Uh, but all that said, I had to get a little bit of fun in there. Uh, all that said, <laughs> checks in the mail, apparently. <laughs> uh, all that said, what I love about this is, like I said, Alexander showed that uh, this is a brand that if you could really bring it, you would find a spot for yourself. And I thought that uh, Isla Dawn, I wanted to give her some love just for showing that she, you know, the whole witchcraft thing in the presentation was something very different for NXT UK. And it was kind of a risky, I think, approach for her to take. And I think you got to give her her flowers for stepping outside of the box over there and trying something a little different. Uh, I also think that 
Uh, Amel showed us that being vulnerable and honest can connect you with the audience in a way that a catchphrase never will. And I think that that video package is something that has kind of emblazoned her on all of our hearts for the rest of her career, as long as she wants to wrestle. And, uh, you know, Davenport showed that when you're the best at what you do, people in countries on all the hemispheres will take notice. So uh, all four of them was really cool to see in this this spot and given this opportunity, because I think they all really earned it in their own ways. Yeah, I'm with you on, on Isla Dawn. I remember when she first started, uh, it was it was very much a surface level interpretation of what that is to, to go deep and be a full on character on a brand. I won't say it doesn't have characters. I mean, it's more like they, they focus more on the combat side. Do something very supernatural was definitely cool. I want to go back to Fribb here. Cause Fribb has that insight being one of our only UK fans. Uh, <laughs> later this year at a UK in the show, we're getting Eliza and Mickey James. We're excited. Okay. That's a classic thing. Cause I know oh, Mickey James cool. is on her retirement tour and, but with Eliza being scouse, which, I believe it's somebody from Liverpool. Uh, even the UK crowd chose New Zealand. They're over her. Nice. <laughs> Imagine we do that. It's like, wait, he's from Iowa? Boo. <laughs> Sorry, Seth Rollins, you know. Well, uh, if it's here in the States, then we would probably chant USA, even if the other person wasn't from USA. <laughs> right, right. It's like a Canadian versus a French guy. USA. Yeah, yeah USA. that's... <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I got to say, man, you gave me a really cool wrap up of that of that match. It really feel like these four ladies came in different parts of UK's uh, journey. And I will still maintain that it was the strongest women's division uh, from beginning to end, top to bottom. And this match here went, what, almost 20 minutes. And it didn't feel like it dragged at all. And now we do have a number one contender. And yeah, it is her birthright. So props to Blair Davenport for now. And it was an exact, I think this was a great example of what NXT UK always provides, which is surprises in who, like, I don't, like you said, I don't think a lot of people predicted Alexander getting to the final two, but that's how it went. And it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel corny. It didn't feel like they were trying to trick the viewers or anything like that. It felt like, oh, okay, she made it. And you still didn't know who was going to win. I mean, outside, if you take away what we saw from NXT 2.0 or whatever. Yeah you're still like in a situation where you're like, this is uh, like, this could go any way, you know, they're presented in that way. And I think that that's one of the things that makes uh, NXT UK so special is that it does. I've always said, it doesn't matter if you're someone who's never won a match. When you get in that ring, you have a shot in NXT UK. I felt the same way going either way about our final matchup here. Kenny Williams against Saxon Huxley. I thought for sure the cockroach Jack's boy, would have won this one, but Saxon Huxley, dare I say the most dynamic, entertaining uh, interest of the ring character we have in that brand, going back and forth, getting the dub. I mean, I was to me, that was like the most fun match of the night. There were better matches, but this to me was the really most fun. It was, it was unfortunate that Kenny Williams was robbed because a bunch what? of... Uh, a bunch of foreigners showed up in the arena. The Americans showed up. <laughs> These immigrants are coming. <laughs> messing up everything. These USA. Uh, shows up and they uh, they distract everybody and get them, get them to uh, lose the match. But no, this was, again, an example that I think both Kenny Williams and Saxon Huxley have struggled in the win-loss column. And I think that if you were to go to any other brand and put two people that rarely get dubs in a match, you would say, okay, this is this is nothing. This isn't mm -hmm. worth watching. But in NXT UK, again, because they always put so much into every match that 
even though these guys both struggle for wins, you're like, okay, I got to see this. I got to watch this. And it was, it was just cool. Two very different styles. Like you said, where Saxon Huxley is such a, you know, I hate to say bruiser Brody just because they look the same, but like right. that kind of caveman style, I'm just going to yeah. beat style. you up and outpower you uh, versus a guy who embraced being just the worst. And it was fun to see these guys, even though, like I said, they're two guys I don't think win very often, yet you're excited about this matchup. It's great. It was it was very cool to see. I just uh props to both of them. Props to both of them indeed. Um, when was that say yeah. you said props? I feel like I don't say props anymore. Uh yeah, it's been a while, I guess. We just we should say shout out, right? Shout out to you or whatever. But shout out to props. Shout, <laughs> shout out to props. The match itself was pretty solid. I thought it was cool. Um, and it's kind of it's going to be a trivia note. Like what will be on the on the card of the final NXT UK as we know it. And but they gave us there was no weak spots. I thought this week uh, before heading over to stateside. Does any last things you want to say about NXT UK this week overall? Just let it out, baby. Um, well, it's hard to talk about this week without talking about the brand in general. And for since I've started watching this show, it was a it's been a highlight of my wrestling diet, as you would say. The um, it's something that I've just I've enjoyed it. It's been the easiest to watch. It's been the easiest to get excited about. It's interesting how I cannot think about something all week, and then Thursday rolls around and it's I put it on. I'm like, oh, this is a great show. And uh, what it's so unfortunate that more people didn't give it the time that it probably they should have because. I look on Twitter and I see people say, this is what I want from wrestling. This is what they should do. This is how you do things. And I always thought that's NXT UK watch yeah. NXT UK. And um, it, it's, it's going to go up there on my Mount Rushmore of uh, favorite wrestling promotions that are no longer with us. Next to WCW Lucha Underground, right? Yep. <laughs> and he's serious, guys. He's serious. Yeah. Uh, be yeah. Before we, yeah. How, how dare you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm so used to laughing with Africa because we said I'm serious. Like Eddie Dennis is the champion, or like that before it's birthright. It just kind of forced a habit. Uh, <laughs> before you get over 2.0, I just want to say thank you so much for making Draped and Gold part of your podcasting diet. There are just so many wrestling podcasts out there. Uh, two years ago, uh, 105 episodes ago, uh, Jack actually came to me and said, Hey, look, you should do an NXT show. And I said, No. Only if I add an NXT UK, it's uh, then I'll only I'll do it that way. It became a cool ride, um, and it's been a highlight for me. Unfortunately, with NXT UK's hiatus, this show has to go on hiatus as well. Um, I know there's a lot more options for 2.0 recaps and stuff, but I really like to. I actually love the fact that we were the only podcast on the globe <laughs> that was doing NXT UK as soon as it went off the air. It was a point of pride for me. I think we only missed two weeks, our entire run, and one of them was Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, but it, that American holiday. But it, they don't it celebrate that in, Why don't they celebrate that in the UK? They don't, but everyone else did. It was Good Help was hard to find that week. <laughs> so I had to shut down shop. Uh, but, but no, I really mean it. And, and, and to be able to tell people and to advocate for it and say drapedandgold.com or have uh, Carmelo Hayes uh, give us props or shout outs or have Andy Shepard be on the show and give us that award or anything has been that award has been a highlight of my life, professional and personal career. So it'd be kind of uh, hard to let it go, but you know, all good things. It's, it's uh, you know, you and I 
just to I guess put it out there, we've gotten to a point where we're lucky enough that we get we get paid to do this now. Not uh, we get paid to broadcast and talk about wrestling, and and it's an actual job. This show, draped in gold, we do for free, and we mm-hmm. did it for free because we we loved it, we enjoyed it. This was I've said before, uh, really one of my favorite shows to do, uh, and it was the most fun, and it was uh, again. But the lifeblood of that, I think, was was NXT UK. And um, I, I still love NXT 2.0, but to your point, um, I, I think that there's enough people out there doing the after shows for NXT 2.0 that I don't think you need, uh, I don't think you need draped in gold for that. And so um, uh, it's been, it's super fun. And I, anyone who's listening, I guess you should know that we were doing this because we, we truly loved it, not because there was any, you know, financial gain for it, which is very rare for me. It sure is. <laughs> Checks in the mail as well. Uh, yeah, it's funny because even through the NXT 2.0 branding, when that was changing completely overnight, NXT UK was the constant. And I thought that was pretty cool that while one side was in complete upheaval, over there in UK, everything was pretty much level because he had the foundation for that promotion. So uh, you'll be missed. I will. What about you? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Are you you're still doing the show? I mean, UK will be missed. Our show, whatever. Oh. It's up to you guys whether you miss us. <laughs> uh, so, it, to me, I felt at this point we kind of wrote to go through the entire card of two point this week. But I really want to talk about Worlds Collide. Uh, it's this weekend. Uh, it is the final show for NXT UK technically, as some of the roster will be unified the title. So, if you allow us, Jack and I are going to go through the card. Uh, let me know what your picks are below, and if you're on listening. Final time to do this, give, give me a little parting five stars on the way out the door. Say, hey, thanks for the memories. Appreciate you on Spotify and on Apple Podcast. Jack, you ready? Let's do this. Worlds Collide is this weekend on a very, very stacked wrestling week. We're talking all out. We're talking clash at the mother trucking castle. But Worlds Collide is the one that has me going, hmm, who can win? We can go either way. Let's talk about that uh, NXT slash NXT UK unification match. Braun Breaker against Tyler Bate. Here is something I go, hey, look, Tyler Bate has all the momentum in the world, but so does Braun Breaker. I think that this is these are all going to be tough to call because we've never seen them interact, and so you don't know how these guys are going to be dealing with each other. I am going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say Tyler Bate. I think Tyler Bate's going to get the win. I think if someone can get one over on the greatest hero in the history of British sports, Trent Seven, then I think that they can get the NXT title. I feel like I feel like there's more to lose for, for Tyler Bate and Tyler Bate doesn't typically let things like that get to him, but I think he understands the weight of legacy. He understands the weight of what this is. And I think he understands that if he doesn't get a win, that's kind of the end of a lot of legacies where uh, if he does win, then there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a smile you can put on the end of that. You can go down with a win as opposed to Braun Breaker, who I think, subtly quietly is hoping someone can come along and beat him hey if you were a gm and you saw braun breaker lose a tyler bait after putting away joe gacy and and, and champa would you sign him to a brand knowing full well here's someone who came off a plane ride probably jet lagged and just tied your boy up oh if i was a gm that's exactly when i'd reach out to braun breaker because then he's like 
He's hungry. He's like, does anyone still want me? And I can be like, look, man, budgets are budgets, but I want you to come on over. Now you just lost a big one. So maybe you'll cut me a deal. <laughs> just buy the dip. Yeah, buy the dip. That's awful. You are ruthless and shrewd, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, I, I'm with you. I think Tyler Bate walks away with this one. Um, I do think there's a lot more potential for stories. If Tyler Bate becomes the NXT Unified, I'm not sure what they're either going to call it, but the NXT champion, um, I do think it's time for Braun Breaker to move on. And we're about four weeks away from a particular thing we call the draft, my friend. Mm -hmm. Lots of rumors swirling about the draft. You know what I say is there's one thing you can count on with the draft, and that is Umberto Carrillo's going number four. <laughs> that still takes you off to this day. It's been three years, Jack. I'm just saying. He's a Lothario now. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> on this uh, other side, the NXT and NXT UK Women's Championships are on the line with Mandy Rose, the NXT champion, Mako Satamore, the UK champion, and Blair Davenport, the presumptive, or quite literally, the, the Jor, number one contender, in a triple threat match. Not sure if it's, if it's elimination style in this particular case, but either way, triple threat match for both titles. I never thought it would have happened this way, but Blair Davenport has chased Mako Satamora across the globe. And I think Mako would still be running if she didn't get stopped by Mandy Rose in Florida. So here <laughs> she is stuck between a rock and a hard place. These three are going to go at it. And the winner is the person that should have won before. And before that, the person that's going to win isn't going to just do what she says she's going to do, but she's going to claim her birthright. And Blair Davenport is going to unify the championships and become your NXT champ. Stuck in Florida is like a death sentence or prison sentence, to be honest with you. But I don't see it happening. As much as I'm not a fan of her attitude, I do see Mandy Rose get the pin, rolling out, and heading for the hills. She may retain or even get another title out of the deal. I'm going with Mandy Rose. Interesting. Neither of us chose the final boss, the person that has more wins than both of them combined. But you are foolish and I am wise. So it must be. <laughs> hey, what, what? But you're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you're a duty head. What? Come on. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just saying, I think Manny Rose wins this weekend. Has, has to. And she does it. I'd be the first one to say that. I never said that. Uh, <laughs> and tag team matches are happening in this one too which is kind of cool if you're a tag team wrestling fan like you are and i'm yeah on the women's side uh the nxt tag team championships do drop and nikki ash who somehow took a trip to orlando poor fellows uh had a was gonna have a match against kaden carter and katana chance for the nxt women's championships and let me ask with you jack kaden carter katana chance are a bona fide tag team in nxt but it feels like I don't know. The field is pretty thin. If they dispatch to drop a Nikki ASH, they'd be champs for a long time. You're a fan of American football. You know, in, in football, when the offense knows they got away with something and then they try to start the next play before they can blow the whistle and stop it. Yeah. It felt a little bit like Caden Carter and Katana Chance were doing that, where they were like, yeah, Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxi locks because someone got involved, but hey, we're booking ourselves to be dancing and partying at the pay-per-view instead. <laughs> that was kind of weird. <laughs> they almost they almost booked themselves before the challengers came out. They almost snuck away with a, a sneaky, sneaky one there. 
And that's why I think they're going to win at Worlds Collide. They're showing me that they've got the wherewithal. They understand how the game works now. They struggled for so long because they tried to do things the right way. But now they know that being conniving and taking advantage, that's the way you keep your titles. They're starting to see that. And that's why I give the win to Caden Carter and Katana Chains. Now, hold on. I'm not here to disagree with you. But imagine you're doing the I'm not. I'm not. I actually think they may win this one. But here's the thing I have to ask you. If you are do a drop of Nikki A.S.H. and your win-loss record on, on Raw isn't that great, and you decide to go to NXT, and you don't win on Sunday as well, soul-searching maybe? Possibly. Now, for people who've been watching the backgrounds of Raw, they've seen that there has been some soul-searching going on between these two already. So, maybe they do. Maybe they start to try to figure things out a little bit, or maybe they see they lose to a team like Caden Carter and Katana Chance, who also went through a very long, rough patch, but now find themselves the tag team champions. Maybe this is just what they need to realize that they need to keep on pushing. <laughs> keep on trucking. Uh, <laughs> we have ourselves a unification match in the tag team men's division. NXT, NXT UK tag team elimination matches. I love elimination matches. Yeah. Briggs and Brenton, the UK champions, against Gallus, against Pretty Dudley, against the NXT champions, the Creed Brothers of Diamond Mine. Jack, who do you got? I think that this is a match that is going to be chaotic. It's going to be people flying everywhere. There's going to be brawlers. There's going to be, it's going to be like a bar fight, which plays right into Briggs and Jensen's wheelhouse. However, yeah, but to say, bro. <laughs> however, no one is better at taking advantage of chaos than pretty deadly. I think that while they see the Creed brothers trying to outbrawl Gallus, who's trying to outbrawl Briggs and Jensen, who's trying to outbrawl the Creed brothers, that's when pretty deadly is going to learn to sit back pick their spots and find a way to get a win because they're not just pretty faces. They're also very Deadly men. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. <laughs> well, we talked about hunger before, and I'm looking at this this little matchup here. The creeds could pretty much stretch you out. Pretty deadly or so conniving. Gallus is a, a street gang, if you will. I'm not saying that brings the Jensen are the underdog because they are champions walking into this matchup, but I think they need some gold around their waist. They need an extra flair, that extra feather in their cap to show some respect in the locker room. Maybe they walk away with the win come Sunday. Well, yeah, you're always going to get more respect with the titles. You're always going to get a little bit more when you're the champions, but if you could just get something because you wanted it, everybody would be a champion. But here in NXT, You've got to be the very best. And I just think that this kind of situation, I, I see Briggs and Jensen saying to themselves, we love to fight, we love to brawl, and maybe biting off more they can, than they can chew, and that costing them in this one. Ooh, hot takes from Jack Farmer. Make sure you hit all the eight mail at Real Jack Farmer. Shout out to Danny G, by the way. Thanks so much for coming in in the chat. Hang out with us. Broadcasting live on the final draped in gold on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. They haven't shut me down yet, which is pretty dope. But let's talk about the match that may steal the show because this one here is potentially for the North American Championship, although it's not confirmed. Ricochet came down on a whim 
because people were talking smack about being on top of the mountain against the A champion, Carmelo Hayes. Now, will the one and only walk away, or will Carmelo and Trick, I am, be the victor come Sunday? Listen, I love Ricochet. I've been a fan of his since day one. Uh oh, is a butt coming? Brown guy. Uh, there's always a butt coming. <laughs> Listen, I just I want to say first that maybe I'm a fan of the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but Carmelo Hayes, he is the A champion, and this is the kind of thing that. Someone like Carmelo Hayes has been waiting for some of the big dogs to come from SmackDown or Raw and think that they can get one up on a young upstart. But Carmelo Hayes is more than a young upstart. Carmelo Hayes is the A champ. He is the one. He is the one of one. And he's going to get the win here. And Ricochet is going to go back to face and happy Corbin because you're just not beating Carmelo. Confirmed North American title is on the line. Here's the dilly though. Jack Ricochet, when he was North American champion, was one of the best, if not the best, of people with that title we can't say on the show because they've been redacted. Question, if you're Ricochet and like Dewdrop or Nikki A.S.H., you lose to Carmelo Hayes, you find a way not to walk away with that title. After having that checkered attendance record on SmackDown, that has to hurt someone's career, if not ego. Well, that may be the case, but maybe Ricochet should have thought about that before he came down to NXT 2.0. I mean, if you're trying to get some wins, then maybe he should have called out someone else. Maybe he should have walked out there when there was a different person. And look, I like Ricochet. I've said, I'm just saying, you're not getting a win over Carmelo Hayes. That's just how it is. You know, if we're talking about... uh, Great boxers, I can love them all, but Tyson Fury is probably going to beat you. That's just the way it is. Uh, and that's how it is with Carmelo Hayes. It doesn't matter how good you are. You're talking about the best in the world right now. Wow. I see how it be. Uh, Worlds Collide Sunday, September 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's a bit of a matinee there. I wonder if you consider Pretty Deadly as NXT or NXT UK at this point. I don't They're know. They're still UK in my heart. <laughs> cares about your heart <laughs> i'm talking about for real for real if, if listen if, the one thing i've driven home throughout the course of this show is that what's, what's most important to me is heart and emotion and feelings uh yeah because that's why you support eddie dennis who's all about heart and emotion and feelings eddie dennis is so smart it overrides everything else oh what about nina samuels Nina Samuels is such a star, it overrides everything else. And Kenny Williams? <laughs> Kenny Williams is such a cockroach. It overrides <laughs> I can't with you. Like, you're such a cockroach. Cool. Oh, thanks, homie. <laughs> uh, Worlds Collide, let me know who you think is going to win the chat below. Man, this is, this is, I'm going to miss this. This is pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> you defended cockroaches. It's kind of my highlight. <laughs> Thursday, man. Um, I guess for the last time, I got to ask you that question. Um, who was your MVP of NXT? Who was the one that stuck out for you this week above all else? I think it's impossible to not give the uh, MVP of NXT to Tyler Bate. He got through the tournament. He beat his former friend slash bitter rival, became the last ever NXT UK champion. 
and has himself positioned for a title shot against the NXT championship. Uh, he had quite the, uh, quite the, the week this week, when you look at it, uh, without giving any type of like the fans or the, the production team kind of answers, uh, I would, I'd have to say Tyler Bate. I hate this because I have to agree with you. And and usually when I agree with you, I kind of think of somebody really quickly, so I don't agree with you anymore. But you're absolutely right. The first NXT champ, the last NXT UK champ, has a title match this weekend. Really a part of both shows. Being the poster child for the combining of both shows, there ain't nobody but the big strong boy and thigh guy, Tyler mm -hmm. Bate. The, the head thigh guy. The thighs <laughs> that all other thighs rest upon. <laughs> <laughs> what image how's that visual for you completely gross uh looks like well, some a tool music video. a tool really a finger 11 okay so because <laughs> <laughs> apparently you're young and old at the same time if somebody did that album come out three years before i was born yeah totally um if someone wanted to follow you online, how do you go about doing that? You have a bunch of projects coming down the pike, man. Now's the time to lay it all out here. Yeah, working on a bunch of stuff. You can find me uh, <laughs> at twitch.tv slash realjackfarmer. I do a Twitch show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Monday, I always do a power ranking of the top 25 wrestlers across AEW and WWE, which is always fun and feisty. I do a uh, debate show every Wednesday called the Meaning List Debates, where I bring in special guests. And we do, we find a, a top 10 list, some Yahoo made up online, and we debate whether or not the list is accurate. And then Friday is a usually like a prediction looking forward show, or I do uh, alternate commentary where I pull up a pro wrestling match and I do commentary over it and I bring in a friend to do color commentary sometimes. Flobo, maybe one of these days you'll join for that. I'll definitely go. Where is the Twitch channel once more, good sir? It's twitch.tv slash realjackfarmer. And you can find me at realjackfarmer across all social media. <laughs> uh, yeah, drapedandgold.com is still going to be active. Uh, Afflobo Boys on Twitter. I'm going to be collabing with Jack and other projects. Hopefully do some commentary on his Twitch channel with his fancy emotes and fan base. Patui. Other than that, I'm still. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> He's actually posing one of his emotes right now. It ticks me <laughs> off. Uh, in 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 the meantime, I don't even know what that us, means, but I got check, it. <laughs> check us out. Yeah, he does. On the Mac Mania podcast, a Spotify original podcast presented by The Ringer every Tuesday. Jack, I, and I, alongside Brian H. Waters and Evan T. Mac, break down what's happening in professional wrestling across all wrestling brands. Uh, it's irreverent, it's rambunctious, and it's available wherever you stream your podcast. Can't believe we're at the end. 105 episodes, man. This is uh, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. But mm -hmm. uh, what are you saying? Yeah, I just I, 105. I think when we started this, I don't think we would expect it 105. Oh, no. I was like, oh, I'll do 20 episodes, maybe a hot 50 in the current three, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I kind of just kind of stretched it out there. Um, <laughs> well, I can't say until next Thursday, but uh, until the next time we appear on the same screen together, y'all uh, say the words do your best and be yourself. Really? Mm -hmm.